0: This is Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a show about attainable transformation. Hey, it's Andy. Welcome back to Your Woo Woo Best Friend. Happy start of summer, my friends. I am so excited to finally be seeing some sunshine here in Los Angeles. If you are not familiar with LA weather in June, we have this thing called June Gloom. So for those of you that are like, yeah, yeah, it's always 70 and sunny there, it has actually not quite always 70 and sunny here. It's been a little May gray and a little June gloom, but we're finally getting some sunshine. I just returned from leading a retreat, the corporate retreat that I mentioned a week ago, and I'm so lit up from that experience. We have a retreat coming up later this summer in California. It's actually in Palm Springs it is August 24th through the 27th. We have just a little bit of space left. We have two spots left in this retreat, and it is very much for you. If you consider yourself to be a conscious leader interested in a couple of days of hanging out, co-creating, focusing on your growth your community connection, doing deep, sacred work, and using our really amazing home that we're going to be staying in for content creation. You can think of these four days as less of a retreat retreat and more of a getaway to create, co-work, and collaborate. If you're interested, you can sign up at wewestudio.com and click on over to travel and then just look for the Palm Springs retreat and you can get signed up there. I'm really excited about today's topic of conversation. As I sit down to record, I literally just wrapped up with a group conversation with a mastermind group that I'm in. It's a group of women that I've been masterminding with for, I don't know, well over a year. We were originally connected through a program that we all joined, and then we decided to stay together and meet every other month. And we talk about Everything from life and business, our relationships, our, our ups and downs, like truly all of it. And it's pretty wild because I've never met these women in person. Well, I met one of them in person at a dinner, but that's it. I've never met the rest of them in person. And yet they're often the people that I share my deepest stuff with first. If you've never been in a mastermind experience, I highly recommend getting yourself into one. I'm leading one right now for beauty industry professionals. I am absolutely open to leading another one later this summer. If you might be interested, just give me a shout. And I'll definitely be leading one at the end of the year. Anyways, I was in the conversation with this group of women that I'm in a mastermind with this morning, and we were talking about synchronicities. Synchronicities has been a big topic of conversation in my life as of recently, especially at the retreat that I was leading this past weekend, synchronicities can happen in so many ways. So many ways. I have a client that I'm working with again. I worked with this client starting in 2017. We hadn't chatted in quite some time. We, Our relationship came to a really natural close in 2021, and we ended up reconnecting around some things recently. I sent her a mood board for what I'm working on with Casa Noon. She was really inspired by that. She reached back out, wanted to reconnect and restart a working relationship. I'm getting ready to go on a work trip with her to Miami to work on both of our businesses together. And I find that relationship, when I think back on it, it's quite serendipitous. So many synchronicities occurred for she and I to become connected. We happened to both be at the same event. In like 2015, we found we were from the same place. We had a lot of things in common in terms of like what we liked, about why we do business, and we've just had this great relationship ever since. So I wanted to bring this conversation to the show. I want to talk about synchronicities, specifically when it comes to your career, to your business, to your financial wherewithal so synchronicities are by definition meaningful coincidences that seem to have a deeper meaning. it's that type of thing where you're like i just knew this person was going to be here and then they were and then something something happens so what happened for me with my client this happened for me another time that is every day i think about the impact that this relationship has made on my life and that's the relationship with my literary agent The way I met her was very much a synchronicity as well. I became friends with a friend of a friend. And we ended up having some similarities. She was a travel writer. I was interested in writing travel, but I wasn't really doing it yet outside of a few little posts on my blog. And through a series of events, she ended up connecting me with her literary agent, who then became my literary agent. And now we've been working together for... Gosh, I don't know, eight years, something like that. So this is meaningful coincidences that seem to have a deeper meaning. And it can show up in lots of different ways. This can be anything from seeing a repeating number, those angel numbers, or a phrase, or meeting someone who you've just felt like you've known your whole life. When I think about the angel number thing, I think what's really important— when you're thinking about angel numbers and what they mean from the standpoint of a synchronicity, sometimes when i talk to people about angel numbers, they're like, hey, well, what does 111 mean? Or what does 222 mean? Or 444 mean? Because I see that number a lot, they may say. And I would encourage you to think more about not what does that number mean to someone else, but what does that number mean to you? For me in 2022, my number was 222. Two, two. And that number reminded me to tap deeply into the divine feminine within me. And for other people, it may mean something different, but it was a really good reminder to me of time I saw that number to lean into the feminine energetics within me. The concept of synchronicity has been around for a really long time, for centuries. It was Carl Jung who first coined the term, the actual word synchronicity. And I'm sure you know who he is. He was a Swiss psychologist. He was interested in the relationship between the mind and the world around us. And he believed that synchronicities were these coincidences that couldn't be explained by chance. His interest in the concept of synchronicity was sparked by his own personal experiences. He had a number of experiences that he could not explain by any known scientific or psychological principle. There's a story of him having this dream about a beetle. And then a few hours later, when he was in his waking state, this same beetle literally landed on his windowsill. So when you think about that, there's a little bit of this like claircognizance to this. And we've talked in this show before about the clairs. So clairvoyance, clairsentience, claircognizance, etc. It's all the different ways that we have psychic experiences. We all have them. It's just really a matter of which ones we tap more deeply into. So Carl Jung began to collect these stories from other people about their own experiences with synchronicities and with these clairs, with the clairsentience or the clairvoyance or the claircognizance. And he found that these experiences were often associated with truly, really impactful and important life events. And they would come with these these decisions that you have to make or these meetings of someone. And he also found that they typically had some sort of symbolic meaning. So his idea was that synchronicities were a way for the universe to get into communication with us. And whether for you it's the universe or source or God, it is a way for the universe to get into conversation with us. So he thought these are basically signs that there is more to reality than what we can see with our eyes. There's more to reality than the logic and the meaning making that our egoic mind attempts to make of things. I'm taking a quick pause in the episode to introduce you to The Conscious Creative's Business School. Did you know we have an eight-module self-guided business course for those of you interested in starting a business to help you go from idea to launch? This is a course focused on the mindset of an entrepreneur, learning how to synthesize your gifts, your power, and your potential. This course will help you to manifest your business vision. We also talk about branding and marketing, learning how to define your brand story and attract an aligned audience, building a media kit so that you can gain dream partnerships, and learning how to show up on social media to share your story in a soulful way. Then we get into business planning, learning how to transform your relationship with money, to plan your abundance with budget tools and sales planners. and to learn how to scale your business and align your energy towards your goals. This program is available and on sale for $111 for just a few more weeks. We are closing the doors to Conscious Creatives Business School forever as we prepare to launch a brand new course portal for creatives interested in starting and scaling a business. Now, let's get back to the episode. For me personally, my first introduction to the concept of synchronicities was my junior year of high school. My mom actually got me the book, The Celestine Prophecy. And if you've read that book, you know it is an entire book about spiritual ideas rooted in synchronicity. And the author is James Redfield. There's another book called The Tenth Insight. The book is a first-person narrative about a spiritual awakening, and in it there are Nine insights. And it's really wild to me to look back and read that book now, or even just to skim through it and consider the nine insights. My junior year of high school, as I was reading this, it was as if I naturally got it. I think back also about the fact that my mom gave me this book and I never considered her to be someone who was quite woo. When I look at her today, I'm like, of course, yeah, of course she was. She Believed deeply in her relationship to angels. She actually kept figurines of angels all around our house, like some of them quite large. And I never thought that was weird. (laughs) It was just like, that's a thing that she had. And she had relationships with these angels in our home. So she gives me this book. And the nine insights are this. Number one, pay attention to meaningful coincidences. Number two, trust your intuition. Three, see the larger patterns. Number four, honor your feelings. So good, so good. Number five, give without expectation. Number six, open to new possibilities. Number seven, let go of the past. Number eight, embrace your spiritual nature. And number nine, help others to see the truth. So the book argues that synchronicities are a way for the universe to be in conversation with us and to help us grow spiritually. When I consider these nine insights, I also now think about how I do business and why my spiritual self is so important when I consider what I'm doing in my business. Or for you, it might be your business if you have one your career, or the things you're doing to monetize your passions or make money in your life. Of course, we could consider this in every realm of our life. It doesn't just have to be about business. But let's take these nine things back through the lens of creating a business. So when you're creating a business, if you pay attention to meaningful coincidences, which is the first insight, consider the types of relationships you're going to build from the beginning Even when you're just in ideation phase, consider the types of ideas you're going to have when you're really noticing meaningful coincidences. I love the example of the company Canva, which I'm sure you know. I don't know anyone who doesn't know about Canva. If you don't know this about Canva, Canva was started by a woman in Australia, And it was originally a high school yearbook printing company, basically Melanie Perkins, who's the founder of Canva, which by the way, is like a multi-billion dollar business now. It's like one of the, it's got one of the highest valuations uh, from a female founder, like I think ever. Anyway, so she's in college, she's like 19 years old and she and her boyfriend are creating, they're like in a graphic design program. And they're talking about how difficult it is for other folks who want to create something. And the idea that they come up with is like to create a yearbook, how difficult it is to use the design softwares that are out there that you have to learn an entire suite of technology in order to print something like a yearbook. And it makes it really difficult for students to be able to do that if they don't want to like go down the entire path of becoming a designer. So she's 19 and she's like struck by this idea. She's like, hey, I've been making a little extra money with a side hustle, teaching other kids at school how to use design programs. This thing keeps coming up where like they're trying to create their yearbooks using Microsoft and the Adobe Suite and they find it to be really difficult to use. So what if we designed something where you could literally just like upload your stuff and print pretty much on demand. No one was doing this yet. So when we talk about this idea of meaningful coincidences, think about all the things that had to happen for her from that moment of side hustling, making a little extra money to pay the bills by teaching folks graphic design at her school, to having this idea about developing this software to help other students to print on demand, to literally going from Sydney, Australia, where she lived as a teenager, going from there to Silicon Valley, and all the little things that had to happen for her to create this $3.2 billion business. But the point here is she listened to those meaningful coincidences. She took each coincidence as a sign, trusted her intuition, which is step two, insight two, looked for the larger pattern, which was... There's lots of folks out there that would likely like to be able to create in this way. And unfortunately, it's difficult if you don't know how to do these, use these types of softwares. So see the larger pattern is three. Number four, this is the one I think we get stuck on so much. Honor your feelings. We, especially as women, are often conditioned to not listen to the feelings when they arise in our body. We run those feelings up to our head and we start spiraling them through that egoic brain and all of a sudden it's like I had this gut feeling that I should consider doing this thing but then my brain said you know who's really going to who's really going to support you with that or what are your friends and family going to think or You'll never have time for that, or everyone's going to shoot it down. She was literally barely over 19 years old when she went to Silicon Valley and had her first meeting with a major VC investor. And of course, she wasn't familiar with any of this. And if she had allowed her nerves, those feelings of inadequacy or imposter syndrome to stop her, she would not have created what she's created today. So then number five, give without expectation. Of course, she never had any idea that she was building a $3.2 billion business. What she knew she was doing was helping to make design easier for other students like her. So giving without expectation. There was no like, am I going to walk away with millions of dollars? It was like, no, this is something that's going to be helpful to other people. So in my work with female founders, with Women interested in monetizing a passion, this is one of the things we talk about the most, is what impact do you want to make and what would you likely be doing if there was no expectation to help others? And then as you become an expert at that thing and get better and better at that thing, well, what's the energy exchange, the monetary exchange that would be fair for you to receive as you continue to give? Number six, open to new possibilities. There's a story of Melanie Perkins, the founder of Canva, learning to kite surf because the investor in her company, the first investor, would host these retreats for other founders. She was invited to come to one of these retreats. And these this particular group of founders, they all like to go kite surfing together. And so she was invited to come to this retreat. And she's like, if I'm going to go, I need to get open to what's going on here and get out there and kite surf with these folks. And the relationship, of course, that she developed with that VC, with that investor, that then helped her to elevate her business, the relationships that she developed at those retreats continued to expand the possibility of growing her company before it had even truly launched. Let go of the past. This can be a really hard one. This is number seven. Let go of the past, especially when we failed when we've tried something and it did not work, we can get really stuck in that I'm a failure. I should not try this again. I need to go back to what's safe. There are so many stories. I don't even have to share these with you. You know these stories of folks that have been incredibly successful, but have been told no many, 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 many times before they got a yes. So letting go of the past The fear of failure, the expectation of what someone might say, and just allowing that openness to be where you live. Number eight, embrace your spiritual nature. For me and my business, the more I tap into my own spirituality, the more my business grows because I align to people who celebrate their spirituality in the same way that I do. And then number nine is help others to see the truth. And in the example of Canva and Melanie Perkins, think about what impact she's made on helping other business owners to share their truth because they are able to create marketing campaigns in a way that folks couldn't do before this software existed, before Canva existed. That is helping others to see and share their truth in a really unique way. So think about how you can do that in your business as well. The 10th insight, by the way, which is the next book from James Redfield after the Celestine prophecy is hold a vision. So that's that's the next insight. And when you think about business and this concept of holding a vision, which is the idea that we can create our own reality by focusing on what we want to achieve. That is the ultimate definition of manifestation. manifestation. So you take that holding a vision, couple that with taking inspired action, with honoring your feelings, and that is ultimately manifestation. So that second book, The Tenth Insight, discusses this concept of holding a vision And it argues that we all have a birth vision, which is a purpose that we came into this life ready to fulfill. We often forget what that vision is because we get conditioned by the world around us. And when I think about the concept of vision and dreams and then goals kind of being the bridge between those two things, it can sometimes feel like a little bit of a lofty concept and also like, what's the difference in like having a vision and like having a dream I truly believe that the vision is always, always within you. It is that birth vision. The dream is the manifestation of that vision coming to life. And then between that, you start with the vision, which you likely have forgotten as you're conditioned and as you just move through the world. But you start to uncover it by exploring what you're dreaming of. And then in between that is the goals. So then you start to plot these points along the way. Okay, if I reach this signpost, a.k.a. this goal, I will be closer to my dream. And then when you reverse that, which is then honoring that birth vision, the dream is honoring the birth vision. So that 10th insight teaches us how to remember our birth vision and hold it in our minds to create a better future for ourselves and for the world around us which is a really beautiful thing. And when we're talking about business, we need more conscious businesses on this planet. I've had someone ask me recently about the show. And of course, the show is called Your Woo Woo Best Friend. And at the beginning of the show in 2020, when I started it, our idea was to focus on modalities that would help you to connect deeper to yourself, to help you to regain a sense of confidence and that is still the mission of the show and now I'm talking a whole lot more about business because that's where my life is going right now I've had a business for quite some time I have new things happening in my business with Casa Noon with my conscious CEO program with some of the work that I'm doing there and I really believe that the more conscious businesses the more conscious creatives that are being paid for monetizing their passion, the better, the more impact we make on on this world and that we can bring those things together, that woo-woo mindset, doing that deep work on self and then applying that to our business. So it just happens to be what I'm talking about a lot on this show. So I hope you identify with that. And if you're like, I don't really identify so much with the business stuff, that's okay. You can apply this to anything in your life. So how do you identify synchronicities? Well, there's a a few things that you can look for to identify synchronicities. The first thing that I always advise someone to do when they ask this question is to just listen to your body. Again, it's that insight that we just talked about, trusting your emotions, trusting what's arising in your body. If you have a strong sense that something is meaningful, it probably is. Second, look for patterns. Just notice And that pattern could be what we just talked about a moment ago, angel numbers or hummingbirds or butterflies or a rabbit, or just something that you noticed comes up again and again and again. It could be that you keep meeting a certain person or a certain type of person. So that's a good sign that you're experiencing synchronicities. I also like the practice of just asking for a sign, setting an intention and then asking for a sign. And so the way that we then start to connect more deeply to our intuition so that we really start to dial into these synchronicities, there's a couple things you can do. You can spend time in nature, one of my favorite ways to connect more deeply into our intuition. Being in nature helps us to quiet the mind and allows that intuition to come through more clearly meditation of course meditation helps us to train our mind to focus and pay attention to that inner guidance to that inner heart wisdom keep a journal do some free writing just see what comes up when you invite some channeled ideas to come through you there's so many beautiful benefits to these practices it's a powerful way to receive guidance from the universe or source or God and to help you make decisions in a way that allows you to feel confident and trusting in self. And it doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes or you're not going to fail, but you may make better decisions. You may connect more deeply with your purpose, which is so important when you're considering business or relationships or anything else. It will help you to live a more fulfilling life through and through. So I invite you, as you move into the summer, get really present in the moment. One of the best ways to experience synchronicities is to just get present. Notice your surroundings. Notice your thoughts. Notice your feelings. Allow small coincidences to come through that can become really meaningful moments in your life. Be open to new experiences If you want to experience more synchronicity in your life, you got to get open to it. So for us this weekend, for Ben and I, it was him getting open to going out and having a pizza with a friend. Not that that's that hard of a thing to do, but how many times are we like, you know, I said I'd go have pizza with a friend, but I'm really feeling like I'd rather watch Netflix. And sometimes, listen, you got to hang out and watch Netflix because that's what your body needs. And sometimes it's like, no, I really need to go, like, get up, get out, go be with this friend. And then you follow the breadcrumbs. Then it's like, hey, my friend said we should check out this restaurant if we go to on this day trip tomorrow. And then you do that. And then you see the person in the restaurant. You're like, I should really speak to them. Oh, I didn't speak to them. And then they come back around. And then that time you really say yes. So that practice of getting open to new experiences and even considering having a summer of yes, inviting yeses into your life. Practicing gratitude when you experience a synchronicity, be grateful for it. Gratitude will help you. I talk about gratitude all the time, but it will help you to connect more deeply to that particular synchronicity and bring more of it into your life. I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope you're enjoying these solo episodes and these conversations. If you are interested And other topics like this, I would love, love, love if you drop into either your Instagram right now and send us a DM and let us know what you want to hear about. Or if you have not yet left us a review for the show, drop into Apple Podcasts to the review section and leave us a review, five stars, if you believe that that is what the show is worthy of. And then also in the notes there where you can leave a written review. Let me know what other topics you would like to hear more of, and I will make sure to get those on the schedule for you. With that this episode is complete. I will remind you if you're interested in the Conscious Creatives Business School, it is going back into the vault on the 23rd, and then it will be locked away. We're good. We have a brand new version of that program coming later this year telling you first here we're doing a really cool bundle we're putting together that program with one of our other programs to really help you to do exactly what we talked about in this episode to tap more deeply into your intuitive nature as you build a business so stay tuned for that it's coming later this year but right now conscious creatives business school is available for 111 dollars which is really really cheap for that particular program All right. I'll see you again next week. Thanks for being here. Sending all the love and synchronicities.